0: <laughs> That's
1: <not a> <laughs> um, hello hi <laughs> and welcome to 30 for knowledge side quest edition i'm danny i'm george and this week we are talking about video game adaptations we're not going to go deep into why do they get made Money is the reason why. That's yeah. the only reason they ever get made. Fan service. Pretty much, yeah. Brand, expansion, and synergy. All those wonderful, horrible words. <gasps> Ooh,
0: synergy. Synergy. Synergy is something we need to get better at. We do. Follow us on 30 for <laughs> Knowledge at on everything. Instagram, everything. on in everything, and 30 Knowledge at Outlook.com. But we're also doing movie adaptations as well. TV and movie, TV
1: and movie adaptations of right. video games. Um, not yeah, so and the reason for this is because speaking of Synergy, the Super Mario Brothers movie is out. Yep. Doing very well. I think it's like the biggest video game movie open animation, so animation. Massive, opening yeah, all it's all a, it's
0: broken records, isn't it? It's beat yeah. set to Pikachu. It's yeah, it's at the top of the box office.
1: Yeah, it's massive. Um which is, you know, speaks to the audience for this and the just how much people are really wanting this apparently.
0: And also how much How much parents are influenced by their children? Yes. Too much power. So I saw this yesterday. Yeah. You didn't. But yesterday I watched, while you were enjoying (laughs) in your Kushti cinema... I don't know how Kushti... It wasn't. I've got a whole side <laughs> tangent about how I hate cinema. Too, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, while you were watching and enjoying the, the spectacle of animation, I was watching the 1993 Super Mario Bros. <laughs> with, uh, with Bob Hoskins. <laughs> with Bob Hoskins. And John and Leguizamo. Leguizamo. That's fantastic pronunciation. I think if that's so. Right. I, I think I've
1: heard of him from other movies. He's in the Romeo and Juliet yeah, his Tybalt. thing. Yeah, he's Tybalt. Tybalt.
0: Yeah, so I might, go, I might call him John Tybalt from Romeo and Juliet. Just, 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 just call Tybalt. Tybalt. And yeah, we'll be talking about that We'll talk about that shortly, Uh, but before we get to to that main course, we're also just going to discuss
1: what other video game adaptations we know of, because there have been plenty. Yeah. There there has been so many attempts at synergy. Uh, Very few have been successful, and we're going to talk about, of those few, we're going to talk about the few that we've seen.
0: Yeah. We won't bore you speculating with things we haven't seen. Yeah. I heard this was all right. I heard that it was mediocre. (laughs) Um, Just to say, though, Nintendo did a kind of side sale with the Nintendo, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie coming out on the Switch e-store. You know, everything Mario is a certain percentage really? of. Yeah, but still, a Nintendo sale is awful. <laughs> I was going to say it's very rare. If but it's, it's it. just so, so, like so expensive still. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, they probably don't mark it up, but I mean, <laughs> a, a, a classic or like an in-house Nintendo game is what oh, fifty nine ninety nine yeah. most of the time yeah. even when it's like six years old oh and then you like get 10 percent off and it's still you know like you're still paying like 45 pounds for super mario odyssey after like four years like it's so much money N- nintendo games are like apple
1: products they don't really they, they, they age they age very well depending on how you look at it as and they keep their value for a long yeah. time because they've never done like the big sales and and like uh, like other platforms might do.
0: And it does show you that they're really good games on the whole, 99.5% mm. of the time. I'm squinting my eyes in uh, dubiousness. Because I hate that I want Pokemon Violet <laughs> or Scarlet. And because it's so badly made, mm. I was kind of hoping that it would go down in price at some <laughs> point, but... Nope. Do you know like, when, when other companies make bad games the price plummets so quickly. Yeah. And uh, you could pick up, you know, what was meant to be a triple A title or a new IP that was rubbish for like £15 if you were vaguely interested yeah. in buying it um, after launch. But no, that is not going down in value huh? anytime soon, Nintendo which is awful, never to do awful.
1: I, I remember buying... Don't ask me why I did this. I bought Duke Nukem Forever at full price when it first came out. <laughs> yeah.
0: At full at price? At full price,
1: because it, it came out. And like, I, I, the reason was I had to do a review of it because I was right. reviewing it. And so I bought I bought it at full price and I finished it in like two days or something. You know, after 13 years of development or something. After two I'm days, so impressed that you finished it. It's awful. It is terrible. But the good thing is, because I bought it from Computer Exchange, naming no names, but I bought it from Computer Exchange... And then I traded it back in after two days. And I had, like, enough credit to buy, like, five other games. Oh, amazing. So I ended up buying, like, four Assassin's Creed games. Okay. <laughs> Do you know, that is a fair trade. <laughs> it's, like, four Assassin's Creed games and Mirror's Edge at the time. This was back in, like, 2011 or whenever it came oh, out. Oh,
0: Mirror's Edge is a throwback, isn't it, it? it was. Do you know what? When I feel like Assassin's Creed, apart from the new, new ones, I feel like the old Assassin's Creed, it's, like, kind of like pizza. Even when it's bad pizza. It's still it, okay. It's still good. Uh, I'd say... It's still pizza.
1: I see Assassin's Creed 2, yes. The first one's very hard to get through because it's
0: very What if hindsight?
1: Well, I mean, just from rem- remembering from what I played, because it's like Assassin's Creed 1 was like, it was almost like a tech demo of what the full thing should be. Yeah. And then Assassin's Creed 2 like really fleshed it all out. Yeah. And then 2 was basically used as a basis for like uh,
0: Brotherhood, Revelations, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, so you can see that kind of hit their stride with 2 and it just came Yeah. Through. Assassin's Creed 2 became like the FIFA of Ubisoft for a while. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I look back on Assassin's Creed 1 with, like, rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> it and was cool. It was cool. At the time, cool. I, like,
1: all the hype around it was...
0: But I feel like I look back at it and I see the trailer <laughs> in my head of how awesome the trailer was, and yeah. I think that's how the game was and how awesome it was. Okay, that's definitely rose-tinted. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we're going a little bit off-piste, but maybe we can link it back in by saying that neither of us have seen the Assassin's Creed film. <laughs>
1: no, but do you remember seeing the trailers for Assassin's Creed? Yeah, so anyways, yeah. we are, are going to talk about different uh, adaptations. So we'll start with uh, Assassin's Creed, starring Michael Fassbender...
0: And was it Marion Cotillard? We can say yes.
1: It definitely had Michael Fassbender. Right? I mean, I can we no can much.
0: edit out the swift IMDb searches <laughs> that I can do.
1: No, no. We're, we're real podcasters okay. right? for real people. <laughs> we keep, we're keeping it streets. I think I started watching it on an airplane. And I think I fell asleep after 15 wow. minutes. Yeah. That, 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 I just remember that. I remember the trailer. And I remember, I think, the most controversial change they'd made from the game to the movie. Was the animus instead of it all being entirely mental in his head, he also moved around physically in the real world.
0: Kind of like a VR like simulation. Yeah,
1: as in like he was like attached because yeah. he there was like this giant robotic arm that he was attached to that simulated like big jumps or whatever. Yeah. So in his mind, he's doing big jumps in a real world. He's doing big jumps, but on a robot arm, and yeah, that gave him the muscles and the and the memory I to, I just, to it, be it's amazing so wild. assassin. It's so wild to think back, being like, oh, there was an Assassin's Creed movie with a Hollywood star yeah. and what looked like decent money behind it, and it just went nowhere. I remember the trailer being good. The trailer looked all right, yeah, but most video game movie trailers look okay. Was
0: he meant to be Ezio?
1: I don't think so. I I think, I, think don't think they chose any uh, existing Assassin's Creed hero.
0: I have just a weird feeling, and I know, this comes from nowhere, and I have no evidence to back this up, but depending on what area of the world the assassin is from, yeah. Michael Fassbender's assassin is from. I just can't imagine he should have been white. <laughs> That's coming from nowhere. It could be set in Italy. I think... He could be Ezio 2.0, which is fine. Maybe, sh-
1: yeah. Maybe they can get away with it being like, oh, it's your great, 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 ethnically diverse grandfather Yeah, kind of thing.
0: Because we're all cut from the same cloth, Danny. True.
1: Speaking of ethnically diverse... Um, <laughs> or or morally questionable use use of ethnicity. Talking about Assassin's Creed, and I just remembered something I haven't written down here, the Prince of Persia film with Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) Oh,
0: no. (laughs) We said we weren't going to talk about films we haven't seen. Have you seen it?
1: I haven't, but the the fuzzy trailer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like... Ghost in the Shell.
1: That's not a video game movie.
0: No, but still. Scarlett Johansson shouldn't
1: have been in it. no. But Jake Gyllenhaal, like they actually gave him. I'm I'm gonna be polite here and say they gave him a tan, and they oh, you, well, they did. They, that, that's that's what, so bad. They did. They, they they like they were like, yeah, he's the prince of Persia. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal was the prince of Persia. That's outrageous, isn't it? And then like Ben Kingsley was the bad guy. Gemma Arterton was the 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 damsel in distress. I love Ben
0: Kingsley. To be fair,
1: he is he's good, but. I just I think it's because that trailer played in the front of every YouTube video and every like Machinima video back in the day, and I just remember Jake Gyllenhaal in his weird English accent, "Give me the dagger!" like that. Yes, yeah. I do remember that. I remember that. <laughs> if that's the only bit from the trailer I remember, just him screaming that wow that phrase in an English accent in, in, in his again big
0: massive air quotes English accent. Even, he, even though he's Persian, even though he's <laughs> And it's like, I'm glad he didn't try to do an accent. <laughs> but, but you must, you must at some point just be like, this role is not meant for me. <laughs> at what point are you, like, people must just speak you into it. And people just like talk to you being like, no, it's fine. Like, surely you'd be like, no.
1: I, I wonder if someone tried to convince him. It's like, oh, do you, you know that mummy film with Brendan Fraser and everyone really loved it? Yeah. Oh, we're going to do something like that but it's based on a video game and you're going to be awesome in it. And he was like, cool. 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 And then it wasn't cool. Script, Prince of Persia. <laughs> oh, that that's really cool. I don't know. If I ever get into like the business of interviewing film stars, if I ever get a chance to interview Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm just going to ask him, why did you do Prince of Persia?" <laughs> and, but like do like stone face, like why? But be like, do you think you're appropriate to do <laughs> Prince of Persia? <laughs> do you think this is troublesome at all? Jake, where are you going? Jake?
0: <laughs> Mr. Gyllenhaal, Come back. <laughs> And I have I have no gripes against Jake Gyllenhaal. He was fantastic in Nightcrawler. I haven't seen it, but he's... Yeah. he's Amazing yeah. film. No, he's, he's all right. But, yeah. He's no. good in Prisoners, if you saw Prisoners. Yeah, Prisoners is a great if film. Prisoners, is good. Anyway, let's move on. Prisoner's Persia, we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm going to go on to one that I have seen. Yay! Uh, original Recipe Tomb Raider. Original Recipe Tomb Raider? Yeah. I like the way that you phrased that. I know, because I didn't want to do the... Uh, Alicia Vikander one that was recently done. Tomb Raider Reboot.
0: Tomb Raider Reboot. Um, Original Recipe Tomb Raider. Have you seen both of them? I've only seen the first one. So I cannot for the life of me remember anything about The Cradle of Life. (laughs) I remember I really enjoyed it, but Tomb Raider 1 with Angelina Jolie was one of those films that you have on DVD that I watched like all of the time. Like if you were doing, like you wanted something coming in the background... You, I put Tomb Raider 1 on, Equilibrium was one of those other ones as well that I just put on all the time. (laughs) I can't remember any of those like go-to ones, but there was like, there was tons of those films, right? So. But Tomb Raider 1 was awesome. So you as
1: a growing young man back in the day would put on Tomb Raider starring Angelina Jolie not to watch actively.
0: Hell yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just for the action scenes,
1: obviously. Uh, When's the last time you watched it?
0: Oh, a long time ago. Probably, ooh, maybe early 2010s.
1: Not to destroy any memories. Yeah. It hasn't aged well. Really? It's
0: aged really poorly. I can imagine. I I can almost, like, remember it, like, shot for shot, parts of it. The opening fight with the robot... Stop! Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the British accent's (laughs) over that. The opening fight with the robot is awesome, but mainly because of the music that's going on in the background. How many bullets does she have? I don't know. What in in her two like handguns? Yeah, normal handguns. It's a good question. I remember the butler. It's like, yes, the sand gets in the cracks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do, um, do you
0: remember Daniel Craig being in it? Early Daniel Craig. Uh, early, young, fresh-faced, pre-bond Daniel I remember Ray. him getting trapped in the device. That was awful. Do you remember? Oh. He falls under the water. Oh, is that and what all, happens? All the cogs are turning, and then like, he gets like stuck underneath. Yeah. And then that's why, why she has to like reverse time. Spoiler yeah. alert for this million-year-old film. I remember being an English literature nerd, which I still am, and then the poem by William Blake, to turn, like, to see the, see the world in a grain of sand mm. and heaven in a wildflower. Hold infinity in the palm of your hand. And eternity in an hour. You got me, man. You're looking infinity at Infinity in an hour. And that's like... And she's like, <gasps> William Blake. And then she finds the book and she finds the secret instructions from her dad. Shop for shot, shot mate, in my head. <laughs> I just remember the bit near the end where she's
1: frozen time or about to reverse it. And she does that thing where she... Grabs the knife that's been thrown at Daniel Craig or whatever. Yeah, and she and she has to like turn it, and it's like really visceral. Like she's grabbing onto it, like hands bleeding just to turn this uh, knife around. And all I could think, probably now, maybe not so much when I was a young boy, but I just kept thinking that won't stop the direction it's going, and it's now just backwards going towards Daniel Craig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all I could think about. But then it, it ends up like, oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> oh my god. That has blown my mind. <laughs> sorry, again. So it sorry to your young It would have gone flat end towards Daniel Craig. What was it spinning or not spinning? I don't know. I think it was a very straight, straight throw because yeah. it, it hits. It still hits Daniel Craig in the heart, <laughs> and then he falls into the water. Who seems and then he's drowning, mm-hmm. even though he's got a dagger in his chest, and then he's being crushed by a machine. It's like poor Daniel Craig goes yeah. to the ringer in that film. Yeah. I could but see why he wanted. to Is it Sean thing. Bean? Is it Sean Penn? Sean Bean, the, the, the one who always dies. Uh, Sean Bean's the one who always dies. And was he in it? Uh, I He's the know. guy who throws a knife, no?
1: Is he? He's the I, bad guy.
0: If I, if I knew we were going to talk about Tomb Raider, I would have rewatched it. I would have asked for your DVD. So Ian Glenn is the bad guy. Yep. Yeah. And I just can't believe the knife... <laughs> flying aim instead. Yeah. So not only should she turn the knife around, but she managed to change direction. Yeah, she managed to change the
1: velocity, the direction, and I don't know. There's probably some kind of physics mess up there. But I mean again I mean
0: if she had just like tapped it back the other way then, that would have that would have sorted it out.
1: Maybe.
0: Yeah, because it's like do you know in like space, if you just like tap something, you yeah, change true. like the direction. So I it's know, like th-
1: I'm I'm getting very hung up on one very specific moment of a very
0: fantastical movie. That's so, true. So maybe I should get over it. And then what else happens? So many things happen. all the all like the statues come to life mm-hmm. and fight her, and there's all these like it's uh, there's an eclipse she has to do things at a certain time. Two sides of the triangle. You see, talking about it, I'm like, I really want to watch this
1: now. It's sick. But I know because last time I had this urge to watch it. I did start watching it <laughs> and I got very sad very quickly. It's a wicked film. I love Tomb Raider 1. Do you, do you remember there's that whole bit where she's like having a fight and I think she's in her pyjamas but she yeah. has her Bluetooth headset Yeah, and a Bluetooth headset was like the biggest thing at the time.
0: It was, she was having a, so Glenn, Ian Glenn, Dr. Powell sent his mercenaries to fight Lara Croft because she has one side of the triangle. Right. no she has like the compass or the magic key that will help them find the triangle right okay because like her dad had it and the mercenaries are trying to find it and then she's just like her house gets completely destroyed classic yeah then she gets to her parking garage and then she's using the keys of her various cars to distract them Uh, okay and it and then she's talking to her like robotics guy who lives in the caravan (laughs) outside who has those weird robots
1: he, I think I remember him being very odd.
0: Yeah, he's quite odd. Like,
1: like he's very eccentric.
0: And he goes, "Are you armed?" And then she puts like a screwdriver into some sort of like weird like hydraulic air thing. I think it's like a what you fill your cars your cars fire okay. up with. And then she puts like a screwdriver into it, so it like shoots she, she out really fast. Okay. And she's like, after a fashion, yes. <laughs> and then she's she's killing these. <laughs> you really like, did watch this? Episode, yeah, didn't? I really did. <laughs> and she's like shooting mercenaries with the ends of screwdrivers. Yeah. And it's, okay. it's one of those things where where do those bodies go? Like that guy's alive. Does he just like slink away? <laughs> just just
1: bodies in the in
0: yeah. As so it's like so she runs back, finds that the clock is gone because they mm-hmm. cut it out. And uh, so like do those guys just like right mission accomplished slink away? But after being hit in the face with a yeah. screwdriver, oh it's like you're on your own. You got taken out. We're not gonna wait around to. Be <laughs> Did she murder them? Did she <laughs> bury them in the garden? And the next day, like some guy comes and like delivers her a letter, and he's just looking around at all this destruction it's quite a funny moment because then she says I'm really sorry I feel like I'm just saying the whole film and she's just like I woke up and I hated everything
1: <laughs> I didn't know you had this background with Tomb Raider
0: oh mate I love Tomb Raider 1 clearly it's, it's I, I, I put my hands up and will say that it's probably awful <laughs> from a from a cinematic point of view but it's good fun.
1: Yeah. It's no, I fun. mean, I mean, it, it was very successful. It, it had, it did well enough to get a sequel. So. And
0: I think it's, I think it's faithful to
1: early Tomb Raider games. I think, yeah, it's pretty faithful. It's, um, I mean, how faithful do you have to? I, it's faithful in the sense. It's probably more faithful than like Hot Take it. It's probably more faithful than like the reboot games because it's actually about Lara Croft going into tombs, raiding stuff, and getting like yeah. ancient stuff. It's not her getting.
0: I mean, Tomb Raider two. Kicked. I'm sure there's yeah. in Tomb Raider two. The game. I'm sure there's dinosaurs, yeah, and and in, and there and she shoots mummies and things. So yeah. I think like it's they had they there. had they had quite a bit of creative license, and I yeah. thought like it was good Tomb Raider fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it was successful enough. For... Have I inspired you to watch it again? I do really want to watch it again. I think some I play all the time for some reason. <laughs> but don't ask me why. I know.
0: Actually, Jolie has a special relationship <laughs> with the UK. She's, she's a big and the fan BBC. of the BBC. Yeah. Um, Okay, next up. Do you have one next up that you'd... Well, we'll go to another one of my favourites then. Uh Uh-oh. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Not the Netflix
1: series. Not the Netflix series. Not the new Raccoon City series. That was also a thing.
0: And not the animation. Not the CGI. Michelle Rodriguez. Mila Djokovic. Jovovich. Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Uh, How did you feel? I
1: remember really enjoying Resident Evil 1 when I first saw it. We have to. We have to. We have to note that. We have to make it clear. <coughs> Resident Evil One. Resident Evil One. Yeah. So I remember when I first watched it because because I never. I'm not into horror games. Yeah. So I never played the Resident Evil games. You're not particularly into
0: horror at all. At all. Yeah. Right? So
1: I, I don't play the games. I don't go for horror movies. So. But you
0: do like psychological things. Like Prey is quite. Yeah. Has yeah. horror elements. Even like Half Life Two.
1: Half Life Two. I mean, don't get me wrong. It scares the crap out of me. But yeah. It, uh, but yeah, but but I get through them with Resident. You Evil, don't play horror for horror's sake. No. No, I don't go looking for gore or scary yeah. stuff. Uh, I do remember when, I think, Resident Evil, the film, kind of grabbed me immediately. One, because the soundtrack kind of, like, is sick. That opening bit with the weird... I don't even know, even know what instrument they use. Like, it sounds like a haunted harp. Like... Is that like, when it's going through the house? And- no, no, no. It's, it's when um the, it starts off, like, with a really far, zoomed-out shot of, like, two scientists, like, putting together... Oh, so, um, yes, because the whole opening scene is how the outbreak something. started. Yeah. And I just remember, I, like, it gripped me. Like, it didn't really it's have It's a make great it. opening, actually. It's really well done.
0: Because and- you don't see who does what. It's just hands, yeah. people in suits, and then um, a hand flinging the T-virus. Yeah.
1: So it, so it kind of, like, it grabbed me immediately. And then it switches to Alice, uh, Mila Jovovich's character. I think she's called Alice. Yeah. And it's her with no memory waking yeah. up in a mansion. And then the SAS or the like some hit squad come in, grab her, tell her the whole thing. Umbrella core people. And like looking back at it, it's like, alright, there's some cracks here. But at the time I just remember being like, okay, I mean I'm involved. There's like this hit squad ready to take out zombies and to deal with this rogue AI and an Alice, this girl with amnesia but she can also do
0: kung fu kicks it's along for the ride for some reason yeah um, but also I'm going to talk about the opening sequence and we're not going to talk about the fact that you're talking about how, how it gripped you yeah <laughs> do you know where I'm going with this no do you not remember Milo Jovovich like waking up in the bathtub naked okay well of course my you mind... thought you could gloss past that <laughs> 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 you put the tele- the microscope on me with, <laughs> with Angelina Jolie not a fan. I mean, I, I don't mind angio jelly, but, like... Have a turntables. <laughs> um, Mila does wake... I mean, Alice I mean, wake up. it comes out of nowhere. Because cause she, cause she wakes up in the shower, like, with no memory. I always remember how, like, tactile it was, because she sits up in the bath, and then she's, like... She reacts, and it's like, Mila Jovovich, what an actress... Actor, sorry. And she just, like, you know, her jaw hurts, and she's just like, ah. Oh. Because it's like, oh, she smacked her face yeah. on the bathtub. Yeah, it's, it's a
1: nice little detail. But the thing is, from memory, I haven't seen it in a while... She wakes up in the shower, she has no memory, uh, she gets up, her jaw hurts. But they do no nudity in that bit, from what I remember. Mm. And then I was like, cool, keeping it classy. And then out of nowhere, just boob shots. It's <laughs> like in a scene after for no reason. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, side like note to all of this, if you look back at any film from like pre, I don't know, 2015 or 2010, the amount of gratuitous like mm. nudity at times is just insane. Like, I remember watching Love Actually and there's this scene, and not a nude scene, but there's, oh, this, yeah. but there's this one scene of like a character, a, a female character, like getting dressed. I
0: was like, and then it, and the scene ends, I was like, what was the point of that? Yeah. And it was like, it was literally just a show. Just, there's, a, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like sexy nudity in Love Actually. And, <laughs> then, there's, and then there's one that's like the really sterile Nudity as well, yeah. it, when they had the, the porn actors get hit. That was it,
1: up. that was it. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, it's just a side note, because everyone told me how great Love Actually was, and after 20 years, I decided to watch well, it. There's a it reason why people it like... And
0: I hated it. Oh, man.
1: Everyone who loved it, I was like, you're a pervert, all of you. <laughs> Anywho, that, that's my feelings of <laughs> Resident Bucking Evil. calling you an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Resident Evil, but I, I, I enjoyed it. And I think the other reason I enjoyed Resident Evil the film despite it having a number of um, weaknesses or cracks. To Michelle them, Rodriguez is brilliant. She's really cool in it. And her character, like, it's interesting. It's like, oh, a person slowly becoming a zombie. Mm. And she, like, she's like... And the race sends time to save her. All that stuff. But then also the fact that the film ends on a cliffhanger. And it's the kind of cliffhanger that I was cool with, because I was like, enough happened yeah. in the film for me to be, like, satisfied. And it ends with, like, oh, a bigger scale. It's now citywide. Yeah. And it's just a really cool image, because it's like, Again, it was like a slowly zooming out shot of the entire, not the entire city, but like a whole city block and it's
0: just her. I don't remember Resident Evil 2 that well. I remember they bring in Jill Valentine, I believe, and maybe Chris Redfield as well.
1: I remember uh, I watched half, like, I don't know, the first third of Resident Evil 2 then I fell asleep.
0: I did enjoy Resident Evil 2, but I watched Resident Evil 1 so many times. I have seen the others as well, but they really like lean in... To the wackiness of Resident Evil 5 and 6. Because you know, Resident Evil 4 recently like out again with the remake, you know, lauded game, fantastic game, brilliant. Resident Evil 5 is a bit troublesome, gameplay wise, really brilliant game. One of the first games as well where co op was really satisfying, Mm -hmm. but then it it did get start to get silly. Obviously, Resident (laughs) Evil 6 is just insane. I never played it, but it just is mental. And then, you know, it's grounded again by Resident Evil 7. But I think that the films really lean- leaned into what Resident Evil 5 was all about. Like, Wesker has, like, supernatural abilities <laughs> and, like, whizzes around just never dies. But that's the way they went. Whereas Resident Evil 1 feels, like, really grounded. It's relatively grounded compared to what it would become, mm. kind of thing. Because, I again, I didn't the watch it. The Red any- Queen as well, that was the kind of... Despite all the zombies and, like, liquors and things. Like, the Red Queen was the objective, wasn't it? Yeah, to shut her down. To take her out. And she was really creepy. She was a little girl, was she? was a little girl.
1: She's based off the daughter of the main site. No one cares. Just, like, delete her.
0: She's Sherry from Resident Evil 2, essentially. Is she? Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about, like, any of it. I think so, anyway.
1: I heard, like, uh, the Resident Evil movies at the start. They, like... Um they distanced themselves because kind they're of like this isn't in the canon this isn't part of the story anything like that but then apparently like as time went on they kind of did start to like meld them together a bit more yeah like the red queen was like a character mentioned in later games in that uh probably yeah uh, or alice became a character. synergy synergy that's what like we said at the start of it that's all this is about just synergy.
0: oh my gosh flashes of resident evil 2 are coming back to me <laughs> because do you know like the bloke she escapes in Resident Evil 1 with Mm -hmm. the nice guy who gets a scratch and then he becomes the he becomes nemesis and then he's like essentially hunting Alice and Jill and co whatever throughout Resident Evil 2 and then at the end she's fighting him and he like blows up I don't know it's a lot
1: (laughs) it does sound like a lot yeah yeah
0: I think I think I stopped watching the film his name was Matt comes back to me yeah because I just remember Miller screaming his name (laughs) (laughs) Matt (laughs) When that, she's being, that, that. like, taken by like the scientists and stuff, she's, yeah. like, screaming that. Yeah. And then there's, like, a voiceover at the end it's like, I want him in the Nemesis Project. Oh, yeah. Subtle. Then goes <laughs> credits. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't
1: know. I think I stopped. The, the last memory I have of Resident Evil 2, the movie, I think, like, Jill Valentine crashes through, like, a church window on a motorbike. And for some reason, that imagery made me go, yeah, I've had enough.
0: I don't know what it is. What I will say about the franchise is that strong female leads.
1: Oh, yeah, they nailed it.
0: Yeah. And, I, and I, I love that empowerment and, you know, really leaning into all of that as well. Because then there was the Heroes Woman. Yep. She was in it. And she's Claire Redfield. Is she? Yeah. But she's not in Resident Evil 2. She comes later. But again... all oh, Claire Redfield. I
1: was going to mix up with Jill Valentine. Because but, Jill Valentine is played by someone else.
0: Yes. But all strong female leads. Yeah, it's
1: uh, yeah. I don't think anyone could could argue against that. And as you
0: were saying, Alice is like badass.
1: She's really cool. I, I really I have this weird memory of her in the first one, in that it feels like she doesn't actually talk that much because I think she's actually because she's amnesiac or whatever at yeah. the start to begin with. it's mostly like, who am I? What's going on? And then and then mostly it's just her reacting to stuff, but she still comes across as kind of cool. Yeah, and it's just this weird thing where she's like even though she's doing the whole movie in, like, a red nightgown or whatever. It did, it did. like... I think when it first came out and the movie posters came out, it's just her with a gun in a red dress and, like, Michelle Rodriguez is behind her. And the
0: red dress is cool.
1: And the red dress... It was a cool look. I mean, you know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to argue against that.
0: And I really liked the idea of, you know, the guy who caused the whole thing has forgotten he caused the whole thing. Yeah. And, like, slowly, like, things are coming back to him and, like, why he's done it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like we could have made loads of money on this because the whole point is to sell the T virus yeah. in like that market.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure, like from what I remember, the plot isn't watertight. But at a time, I was just like, I was engaged. I want to see how it like unfolded. I want to see how this. Yeah, it would end. I feel like he gets eaten by, a, by gets attacked by a licker and then comes back as a zombie. I mean, that's the most disappointing thing for me is the fact that just as it looks like everything's going to be okay, everyone dies. Yeah. In, like, very quick succession.
0: Oh, and that really, like, tense bit when they're, like, walking on, like, weird, like, ducks, but there's a zombies underneath them, yeah. And they have to stay above it. And, like, Rain's been bitten, like, four times mm. at that point. God, that was so good. There's
1: one really horrific moment. I think it's when, like, Rain's friend or um they're, they're in some sort of canteen and it's filled with water no no, no no it's not that bit i think it's the bit where they like go to like open a door or an elevator or something and they think it's fine and then they open it and there's just like hundreds of zombies and they grab like her friend or commanding officer or whatever yeah and all i remember is the fact is how many zombie hands were on his face yeah like like it's like like yeah. this and he's like reaching out to her and he's like just getting pulled back like no one's biting him or anything they're just like like
0: this all over his face that's gonna make for very weird sounding imagery <laughs> on, on the recording. Yeah, good luck editing that bit. Yeah, uh, and then you had the the laser grid was awesome.
1: Laser grid is incredible. Oh, I, I, lo- I love the guy, the, the main dude yeah. who's in charge of that. He was sick.
0: He was awesome.
1: And he just gets like, he gets through all he gets diced. through all the
0: lasers and then gets destroyed.
1: Yeah, and the way he gets destroyed is just awful because because
0: you know what? Because they actually do
1: the thing where there's a tiny bit of subtlety where he's out of focus and they focus on like Alice behind him yeah just as he kind of like melts or collapses or the table or he's just cut into a million but, yeah, pieces yeah he's, isn't he's he? all diced up so it kind of like it adds to that feeling of like awfulness where you don't see it explicitly so your mind makes it worse yeah that was the kind of stuff I loved I think it's why I never had interest afterwards because as you said they l- lent more it ramped up they lent more into the wacky side and of course there must have been fans of that because otherwise
0: they wouldn't have had six films exactly but um I mean I, I have watched them all in some sort of capacity yeah. either like you know they've come out on Netflix afterwards and I'm like oh i haven't seen that one i must finish i must finish them all but like they're, they're silly but i love i love zombie stuff and i just love the character of alice so i'm quite keen on her story even if the story is alice wakes up does stuff gets captured goes to bed alice wakes up does stuff gets captured goes to bed
1: It's kind of like a video game protagonist, I guess. She is essentially Gordon Freeman, but of like
0: the zombie world. It's like something needs sorting out. Wake her up. Yeah, I love her. Love Resident Evil 1. The rest, I can't recommend, (laughs) but I'll watch (laughs) them. So next up, probably uh, one of the big cult favourites of mine street fighter i think 1994 going back to that dvd that went in and watched so many times street Fighter, so good street fighter so bad so good street fighter to me is incredible (laughs) that
1: it was even made i I mean because the fact that that someone had to go to all the effort being like all right how do we get all these characters together
0: what is a sort of coherent narrative i can't wait to talk about this when we get to super mario brothers but yeah (laughs) um but yeah. This was the year after Super Mario Bros. Dot. True, yeah. Which is interesting. Street yeah. Fighter 994. I think Street Fighter 994 did
1: probably learn. I think they were probably like, okay, not that. Mm. They were just they, they saw Super Mario, Bros. And, and, and they were like, how about we? Not to spoil too much about our thoughts on it, for my thoughts on it, but they probably thought, let's have it look a bit like the game that we're basing it on. Yeah. Um,
0: Good morning, Waterloo. Except, uh,
1: uh, oh, what's it called? What's the place called? Shadowloo. Shad- oh, good, that's it. Good morning, that, That's That's the equivalent of your Tomb Raider thing because I I had the VHS yeah. of Street Fighter, the movie, recorded.
0: Oh my God, so nice! I. I, had, I think I had the
1: actual VHS oh, though. <laughs> well, Mr. Hoity Toity didn't have to record stuff off of me. I think, yeah, that's pirate, <laughs> Um But yeah, it's just incredible. Like when I, think about it, I think the only inconsistency is like, what, like, I know why they got Jean-Claude Van Damme because he's a big name. Yeah. But he's meant to be, an American... <laughs> he's meant to be Guile. Yeah. He's meant to be a blonde American patriot colonel. Like... Yeah. Really? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Charlie! It's a, Charlie! Charlie! Charlie, it's me! What, what do they do to you, Charlie? It's me! Your American friend! <laughs> but it's, it's like that... that that's, but I guess it's the same school of thought where someone decided Arnold Schwarzenegger, this uh, Austrian...
0: Yeah. This Austrian
1: maybe. bodybuilder, he's now the quintessential American dad. Mm. Where every movie he did in the 90s, he was just an American dad. Yeah. So no, no one talks about his accent or the fact that he's built like Mr. Universe. No. He's just your average American dad. Yeah. Um. So I guess they just went with that logic. But I still really like Street Fighter 94. I like how they find excuses to have Ryu and Ken end up in their outfits. Yeah. I love the excuse of how Blanca comes about why guile is the way he is how honda comes about all these people i love e honda in that film E honda's wicked i mean there's i guess purists would say why the hell is he hawaiian instead of an actual japanese sumo yeah but okay that aside he's he's still
0: sick yeah he's still sick jimmy's getting tortured oh yeah and he just doesn't care yeah and he's just like picking his like teeth or something yeah (laughs) and then it's just like and then someone asked him about it and it's like the body can be here, but the mind's elsewhere, yeah. brother. Yeah. I was like, that's sick. I'm sumo, brother. Like, yeah. It's, it's really cool. And and it, 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 did they have the boxer in? Balrog, yeah. Bal- Balrog's, Bal- Bal-
1: Balrog's his, uh, his... His mate. His his, his, pri- his co-prisoner yeah. is right there. And they make a joke where I'm like, I don't know if that's off colour now, but it did make me laugh at a time where Balrog wants to like rip the chains off. Oh, yeah. And he says to Honda, he's like... Use your sumo strength. No, it? no, he says, give me a hand. And Honda's like, we've only been in prison for 13 minutes, maybe next month.
0: (laughs) 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 I don't know, I found it funny. But yeah, I don't know, I thought it was really good. It's great. It's It's awful, but it's great. It's good.
1: And And there's a Hadouken in it? Yeah, there's an actual Hadouken, like, because they actually, what, you're talking about Ryu when
0: he actually does it, and... There's a flash of light. (laughs) No one explains it. Yeah. No one gives a But I liked that they didn't do that. I liked that it wasn't like, I summon my chi or something like that. It was just like, it just happens. Great. I
1: I think I remember just loving, because from my memory, there's like a build up to it. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't come out of like nowhere. He does like a load of punches. Mm. He absolutely wrecks Vega. And then his like final thing is the Hadouken. Mm. And I was just like, Sick.
0: Also, the villains in that film are awesome. Namely, Vega and M. Bison. M. Bison, played by uh, Raoul Julia. It was, yeah. it was his last film. Yeah, because he like, wasn't on loads of drugs and very unwell. I think, I think he had cancer. He had like a wasting disease or something. Yeah,
1: and, uh, and I think he did it because like, his kids would have loved it or something. So mm. he took it. Uh, but before that, I think other people probably know him as Gomez Adams. Right. From, yes, from of course. family yeah. movies. But but he was... He was he, a fantastic villain. He was wicked. He was wicked. Sagat was wicked as well. Sagat. Sagat, like, with the eye patch, was actually really terrifying. Yeah,
0: really good. And I, As <sighs> you said eye patch, I was like, yeah, I know you're yeah, what him. talking
1: about. But I, here's the thing. Again, because this is my equivalent of your Tomb Raider, where I watched it way too many times, um, I just loved the bit at the end where... M. Bison knows that Ryu and Ken are like betraying Sagat and that they, they trick Sagat into thinking that they were allies. Because no that, that oh, and does oh yeah, sorry, I'll think of another bit, but carry on. But but there's that whole thing, and then and then Sagat's like, what? They're traitors? And then M. Bison goes goes, Of course. And he goes, I guess you didn't see that. <laughs> and he just,
0: like, it's so unnecessary. It's so good. And then doesn't he like go to like some warlords and then tries to buy them with bison dollars? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's like one bison dollar would be worth five British pounds. Yeah, once they
1: kidnap their queen,
0: R&B. it's so good. And then when he gets like his magic powers and like his shoes start glowing, he's like, "Now I have a power of a god." Yeah, like lightning, <laughs> like lightning. He is so good. It's so good. They need to do a sequel. I highly recommend like do a sequel, but don't modernize it. Just like carry on. <laughs> Chun Lee's a reporter. She's like Alice Chan. Chun O'Neil. is
1: well good at this. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ming Na Wen, like she,
0: she's been amazing for like twenty years. Great. I love. Uh, um, and, oh, because oh, Balrog was part of her film crew. Yeah. right? The whole they were they they were yeah, a film her, crew. Uh, Balrog and, and Honda.
1: Great. So good. And also special shout out to Zangief Geef, just because he's. One of the funniest guys. in Oh that film. yeah!
0: Doesn't he just like like don't they do like a cage fight with him or something?
1: Wrestling uh, that he he does the big wrestle with Honda. Yeah, and uh, but Zangief is like he looks the most like the actual game character. Oh my
0: god! Area. I've just remembered when they're fighting, they like change the sound to like Godzilla yeah, versus Godzilla. Kong noises or just, something just for
1: a laugh. And he and he and he has like I guess what some people call, think is the best joke where you know when um, they're at that warlord thing. Yeah. And then Chun like uh you know, she reveals that she brought them all there and they're like put like sending a truck full of explosives into it. Yes. And and it's on video and like and like all the bad guys are watching it. And then Zangief goes, Quick,
0: change the channel <laughs> Oh my god, I remember <laughs> That, that, what a brilliant line. So good. Exactly. and does, Isn't he, like, the last person to run out of the tent? Yeah, he... Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Quick, change the channel! <laughs> it, that reminds me of, like... He just gives me, like, a bit of um, the guy from, um, like, Guardians of Galaxy, man. Oh, um, what, Drax? He gives me a bit, yeah. a bit of Drax yeah. energy. Nice, he's wicked. Nothing goes over my head. <laughs> I would catch it. My reflexes <laughs> too quick. I would catch it. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, Street fire. amazing. Watch it, if you haven't. Even though we spoil all the best bits there's yeah. more best bits but it's, it's a good movie it is a good movie yeah the whole blanker thing is just don't look at me yeah <laughs> jolly. <laughs> jolly anyway we need to we need to, to get on to Super Mario Brothers shortly but we have to quickly briefly mention Pokemon the first movie Pokemon okay. 2000 Yep. Yeah. congratulations it made me cry made me cry amazing just great
1: I, I, I put it in the same basket as Tomb Raider probably where I'm like I get it I don't think it's aged well. <laughs> no, it probably hasn't aged well. But the parts of, like, the film, they had, like, weird shorts at the beginning. I remember that one weird short with the, with the fake, with the little Pikachu.
0: Yeah. The Pikas, Yeah, was it? And then there's, like, opening sequences of the film where there's, like, a song playing in the background because mm-hmm. they do, like, a special version they, of the film. They theme. do a
1: lot of uh, boy band music in it. I remember that. Yeah. I, I remember
0: the bit where, like, the
1: Pokemon fight the other, the clone Pokemon, and it's like, Brother, my
0: brother. <laughs> And, and Ash just looks on sad. And everyone, and like, it's one of those things where, in anime where like things go on a bit too long. Like in Dragon oh, Ball yeah. Z when like conversations go on for too long during a fight. It, it
1: does, but at the same time, the movie's so short. I think that's it why is. they have
0: the, sh- the, the short movie at the oh, start. Oh yeah, you, c- you can't sustain the plot of the Pokemon, the first no. movie, for too long. Yeah. Especially when the plot is things fight other yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. The, the plot is Pokemon. And then there's a brutal bit where, like, Pikachu gets taken into the, one of those evil Pokeballs mm-hmm. and Ash, like, runs after him. Yeah. That bit was awesome, actually. That that's kind And of- all those weird hands trying to, like, get Pikachu's, like... DNA, and, like, yeah. Ash is, like, fighting all against it. Yeah, I remember that, I remember that bit where, like... Uh, it shows Ash is, like, badass in that film, actually. It, it
1: does show, like, Ash does care, because there's that bit, yeah, like, he's basically... All, no,
0: no, None of this other Pokemon, just all, Pikachu. All the <laughs> evil Pokeballs are basically
1: just whacking him in the back. Oh,
0: yeah, he gets, like, beating up loads, isn't <laughs> it? He's <It's> just like... <laughs> and, and he, like, he, takes it.
1: He's like, you okay, Pikachu? And it's like, you should probably get him into a Pokeball or whatever.
0: Yeah. So. But, yeah, it was fantastic. It wasn't really, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, really looking back at being, like, Ashes awesome. Poston.
1: i was just shocked to hear that there's been, like, ten Pokemon movies oh, since then and yeah. Tabo, And I've watched none of them.
0: Well, Pokemon 2, Pokemon 2000 with the three legendary birds, that was awesome. But I just remember this, like, really cheesy line at the end, because, like, Lugia is, like, captured or something. But then all the <clears> Pokemon <throat> sing a song. Oh, come on. Or something happens where there's a song and... You just hear Lugia's voice because Lugia doesn't like speak with his mouth; it's all like telepathy. Okay. And it's just like like, like the musical. song, <laughs> the song, the song has restored me. And That's it's like, awful. It's re- it's quite bad, but Lugia is awesome. <laughs> I-, I
1: didn't think there could be anything more cheesy than the tears of all the Pokemon bringing Ash back to life, but that sounds more cheesy. There
0: was a prophecy, a legend in a past time when all the Pokemon were really sad. <laughs>
1: For a second, as you were saying it, I was like, oh, is this,
0: like, actually from the film? Yeah. <laughs> it's isn't like Nurse Joy standing there, like, narrating what's happening while it's happening. Awful. It's so good. Absolutely <laughs> awful. The worst. Um, Pokemon movies, I mean, like, I enjoyed them, but I, w- I wouldn't recommend them as hard <laughs> as Street Fighter. No. Yeah, yeah I would uh, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think my top recommended list so far is Resident Evil 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it going to be Street Fighter or Tomb Raider? I think it has to be Street Fighter for the jokes. Street Fighter. Tomb Raider and then Pokemon. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to think of other video game movies where I'm like, yeah,
1: 100%. I- but Street Fighter's the only one. And I know that's 100% nostalgia right now. Because I know if I watch
0: Street Fighter now, I'd be like, what is this? On a side note, Advent Children Final Fantasy, animated post-Final Fantasy VII story. Mm-hmm. Incredible action scenes. I've, I've heard good things about it. It's that. awesome. Like, ah, oh, it's wicked that in terms of like the oh, the final fight between Cloud and Spoiler is incredible. Yeah, I never... The w- spectacle is amazing. I never watched
1: it because I didn't play Final Fantasy VII, yeah. which is horrifying, I know. But um, yeah, but I, I remember hearing like, oh, this is... Because people were saying this is the Final Fantasy movie they should have made instead of Spirits Within.
0: Spirits Within, I have seen it so awful. Let's not talk about it.
1: I don't think it's that bad.
0: I mean... It's a bit boring. I think I look back at it on a, a children's perspective where I'm like, this isn't Final Fantasy, I hate yeah, it.
1: That, I think that was the biggest thing like, because everyone was expecting, oh, which game are you doing? And it's like, yeah. none. This is a brand new story that we're calling Final Fantasy for some reason. Which
0: we and which way they do for every Final Fantasy. They yeah, do a I think it wasn't story. until I was
1: older and I realised, oh, right, it's just another one of these things. Yeah. Right,
0: okay. But Advent Children, now thinking about it, although the fight scenes are sick, it did have that kind of problem of the Star Wars prequels where... Star Wars combat in the originals Mm -hmm. is quite grounded. Yeah. Where it's essentially like fencing. And then the prequels is like Yoda doing backflips. Acrobatics. Yeah. So I remember like Cloud on like a crumbling building and there's like, you know, rubble in the sky and he's jumping from (laughs) like... Oh, the Legolas Boulder to boulder. No, it's even worse than that. It's just, it's insane. It's like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon stuff where it's, you know, this whole building has collapsed and he's jumping from like rubble to rubble ascending into the heavens yeah. to like fight with his sword God damn. but it's awesome
1: but it, no, it i know it sounds like a good spectacle
0: but i'd also recommend that if you're fine
1: <laughs> going from the very very fantastical to the equally fantastic, equally fantastical in like a completely different realm super mario brothers <laughs> Are you, are you ready to,
0: to talk about it? I'm ready to talk about it. <laughs> so, so, I was so ready yesterday. I was texting you throughout being like, Oh my God, what is this? What is this? Not giving it much away, just being like, what is this? This so, is this
1: wild. So just to give context. So George watched this yesterday. Yes. For the first time? For the first time ever, for yeah. the first time. Super I'm Aaron shocked Breath. I hadn't seen it before, to be honest. I, I don't think it's that shocking. I don't think anyone really kind of advertises it like, Hey, remember this classic from 93? No one does that. Mm. Um, so George saw it for the first time yesterday. I saw it many a year ago, and I've got vague memories of it. But I watched like a like a clip show of stuff about it a few weeks ago. So so some bits are really fresh in my mind. Yeah, what on earth
0: is it? <laughs> it, it it's, it's, <laughs> well, I will tell you. It's Danny. the weirdest thing. Well, it's quite funny. Me and my girlfriend went to breakfast this morning, and she asked me the exact same question. Uh-huh. And. I'm going to try and yeah, explain if you have to it summarise. if I have to explain it. So how is it like Super Mario? <laughs> so they're actually real plumbers in Brooklyn and they're really like rough and tumble dudes and Daisy is an archaeologist who finds dinosaur bones and But she was left at a convent with a piece of an old (laughs) meteorite that killed the dinosaurs. and That split the world into two two dimensions. The dimension into two. Yeah. And dinosaurs have evolved from dinosaurs into humans, but are still reptiles for some reason. And Daisy is Princess Daisy. And the bad guy, King Cooper, needs Daisy's bit of the meteorite to merge the two dimensions. Right. um, And take over both. And it is awful. And Bowser is a fungal network that has taken over <laughs> the other dimension, which gives it its name, the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, clever. And the, the fungal network gives, like, little prizes out. To, 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 the fungus is watching Mario and Luigi the whole time uh-huh. and trying to help. Oh. But Mario is like a very grounded, older, gruff Mario. Yeah, it's Bob Hoskins. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It's Cockney actor. Bob Hoskins doing his best Brooklyn attempt. And uh, he's
0: running. uh, He's like, you know, and he's saying things like, when I get my hands on him, I'm going to kill him. I don't know. Sorry. My partner's (laughs) also been watching (laughs) Married at First Sight Australia. I had a really good Brooklyn accent earlier. Um, I may say good. I mean, Bob Hoskins. (laughs) When I get my hands on that guy, I'm going to kill him. No, that was still Australian. It will come to me. Um, I'm gonna kill him no Mario 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 Wait, believe- no, no, no why would he say he is Mario no but Lu- this is Luigi saying it to Mario he oh. says Mario believe in the mushrooms they're trying to help us anyway it was like so much better earlier maybe I need to watch a clip but yeah little bombs like appear out of the fungal network little bombs and like Mario at one point is like when I get my hands on that guy I'm gonna kill him and it's just like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't sound like Mario. And they also try a, I think they try to get a bit of Mario kart in there because mm-hmm. somehow the dinosaurs have invented cars nice. and there's like a car chase.
1: I just remember the look of it being horrific. The the the, the look of the mushroom kingdom like yeah. the, the other uh, the other dimension. It reminds me of like a uh, you ever seen Back to the Future? Yeah. Back to the Future 2, yeah. the, 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 the bad reality where Biff is in charge and everything looks horrible? Yeah. That's what the Super Mario Brothers movie looks like. Or like a, a like a future city in It's Bay like Runner. a cyberpunk, horrific, yeah. dystopia kind of thing. And I was like, this isn't Mario. This is very upsetting.
0: It's like you've taken, okay, we're making a Super Mario Brothers film and it's someone, it's like we were saying with Street Fighter, how do we turn this into a story mm-hmm. for a film? And but it just went way. The, it's nothing. Off. They did it. They, they
1: did it. They did it. It's just. Uh, it's. They it's did it. Just, Daddy, they, they did, did it. it. And Yoshi's like a weird little. Pet. Yoshi
0: gets stabbed. Oh, does he? Oh, god. There's a point where <laughs> Aunt Petunia from Harry Potter stabs Yoshi. <laughs> That's very wrong. Yeah, Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Petunia's in it she's like the that's evil, very hard she's the evil woman who's like with king cooper <laughs> the evil woman and she she stabs yoshi um and, and te- I, know, I know there's one very controversial
1: bit right at the end as well right at the end um so at least from i don't know if they would like change it in like re releases or whatever there's a bit where king cooper comes to the real world
0: and then like the twin towers get erased or something oh yes <laughs> so things start like blurring out where it's like the worlds emerging yeah. and it's like things turn into particles Well, they turn into particles and start drifting away but I think it's because like special effects wise that's the highest thing in the skyline yeah so it's no, like, let's pick this thing this is the third because it's almost like it's got like a screen dropping down yeah, so it's the yeah. first thing it touches um, presumably uh, it's going to go lower so that's like a bit bland well, their main weapon is like an evolving and devolving machine and gun. Yeah. So that's how they killed King Bowser. Or King Bowser's actually still alive. He's just been devolved to the point that he's a is fungus. King,
1: King Bowser or King Cooper.
0: King Bowser is a fungus. Right. King Cooper is the bad guy. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. gotcha. And the Goombas are weird dinosaur heads. They're weird because they're massive. They're like just giant like prison guard looking uniforms with yeah. tiny heads. They look like massive bodyguards with tiny dinosaur heads and All Toad is horrible Toad is a man or reptile man he's like a man. busker no, he's, he's a reptile man he he plays the guitar right oh. <laughs> wow <laughs> he plays the guitar and sings like Mary that Mary Louie and gets taken by the police and devolved <laughs> um, is that his contribution to the film that guy that actor yeah, yeah. Oh, basically God. and he um, the only thing that signifies him as Toad is that he has a haircut that has like rings uh, that kind of look like Toad's hat
1: because this is the era. (laughs) Am I going to say this? I was going to say. I think it's the era when they were like, they 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 filmmakers thought we can't translate just a, a game straight to a movie like one to one. It would look ridiculous. Like we can't have this technicolor nonsense full of giant of of you know like Italian plumbers wearing raccoon outfits flying around this fantasy land. So they went into the other direction. And adapted it into this weird thing, but it just—I don't know—it it didn't work.
0: Unless you enjoyed it, because I, I can't. Tell I mean, your... I was—I—I I was just like, "What a ride!" Just enamored. What a ride it was. <laughs> it's like, Mario has like so many great lines, but it's like, "Luigi, what have I always told you about looking after your tools? Look after your tools, now look after you." <laughs> so it's like, "What is happening?" Um, and then they—they at one point they make the building that. Daisy is kept in, like King Cooper's Tower, go cold, even though reptiles are cold-blooded. Uh-huh. And all it does is just make the women who've been kidnapped from New York cold. Oh, okay. It's like, what do you do? Do you make reptiles hot? <laughs> Surely you make reptiles hot if you want to, like, hurt them.
1: Uh, I guess cold makes sense because it means they slow down. They become, like, droopy and stuff because they can't do much when
0: they're yeah. cold. is literally like a mini T-Rex.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen the imagery of him. I didn't know he got
0: stabbed. but Yeah, he gets yeah. stabbed because... Aunt Petunia comes in to try and stab Prince Daisy. And, and Yoshi. then Yoshi uses his tongue to like, wrap around her leg. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I will say is that it must have cost a lot of money because the effects aren't bad. I,
1: I've heard, like, the the practical effects, the puppetry and all that stuff was, like, was actually, like, really, really high-end.
0: Really, really high-end. Really, really high like, Yoshi, I'm just like, that's not CGI. Someone said
1: there's, like, uh, the amount of circuitry in, in the Yoshi puppet was I don't know. Insane. It was like an really? insane amount of circuitry to get. I support. mean, it doesn't
0: surprise me. And, I, and do you know what? Mario, and Luigi, they threw themselves into those roles. They tried really hard. They they <laughs> they gave those roles their rule, I feel like. So
1: my most recent uh, info comes from. Uh, uh, a YouTube series I watch called Caravan of Garbage. Right. Where, and they did a video on this and they mentioned that um, the two leads, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, which is why I know how to pronounce his name properly Leguizamo. <laughs> I think that's how it's done. Apparently, they were drunk for a lot of the production because they really didn't like working with the directors and the directors, who this uh, husband and wife duo right. were an absolute pain to work with. Allegedly. Really? Yeah, as in they'd. They came in being like auteurs and being very arrogant and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So they made everyone miserable. The two leads to deal with it just became drunk most of the time, allegedly. Um, and Bob Hoskins is quoted as being like, What a pair of assholes, kind of thing. Wow. <laughs> like, uh, like when talking about the directors, because they were just, uh, yeah, very difficult to deal with. It was honestly, I, can't, if they, I. If it seemed like they were like throwing themselves into it, I wouldn't be shocked. It, I I can't
0: I can't fault their acting because <laughs> with what they had to contend with, they're just straight face going straight into. They're, it. They're, they were just so good, like everything. It just seems like really like from them, just seems like really genuine and yeah. authentic. I'm just like, do you know what? Like they smashed it <laughs> for what for what it was. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that's, it's a wild ride. Okay. Well. Going from that,
1: from 1993 to the magical space year 2023. Oh, how many years is that? 30.
0: 30 years. So we're jumping 30 years in time. We're jumping 30 years. 30 years ago exactly.
1: And I watched Super Mario Brothers, the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's an animated movie. It's a co-production between Nintendo and Illumination, the guys who uh, do uh, the Minions movies. Um, I, I do have to tell you, seeing a Nintendo logo at the start of a film is very odd. Really? Yeah.
0: I can imagine that. Yeah, so
1: it's, it's, it's like all red and then just like Nintendo in white. It's, it feels very Orwellian in a way. It's been an absolutely massive move from my understanding. It's made a lot of money. It's been seen by a lot of people. I don't think it deserves all as much success as it has enjoyed. I'm trying to pick my words carefully here because I also realise that this could be argued to be a kid's movie. yeah. And so it's like, it's not aimed at a 33-year-old man who has no nostalgia for Super Mario. If there could be a
0: a worse audience... It's me. It's like, you know... But someone like it's 40, me or the 40 years older than you perhaps yeah. but even then they might have enjoyed Mario more in maybe, their youth maybe but like you're you're not the best audience for no I, I guess I'm not but I but
1: I always argue that it's uh that a good movie is able to draw in people like, like to, to, to bring in new people to, to be interested in the, yeah. the source material or whatever I mean I've played Mario Kart I've played a few Mario games uh you know I don't hate about it well, so it's like yeah, this might not be for me so yeah it's Mario and Luigi. They, it, it starts off the same way. They are a pair of plumbers in Brooklyn and they're just trying to like make ends meet and they've created a new TV commercial. It's very fun. Uh, they live at home with their family who are all like, they're like Mario-esque family. They're animated. It's it's, it's all completely animated. Very, it's a gorgeous film. Yeah. It looks incredible. It's like one of the best looking um, CGI films I've seen in recent memory. But yeah, they're just two brothers who are plumbers who are trying to like be independent, ha- have, like have their own company. Uh, and try and be successful, and they live at home with their family, their giant Italian-American family, full of stereotypes. I guess we won't talk about how, if that's troublesome at all, or if it's just a loving homage to to, to the source material, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mario, what are you doing? (laughs) Mate, the amount of times they say Mamma Mia. like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's really, really not good. It's just, like, there's bits where mario is like jumping from something in slow motion like like you know like he dodges um an enemy attack like at the last minute in slow motion and he's like "Mamma mia <laughs> it happens like three times and i was like the first time was too much but whatever um and the first thing that kind of caught my attention was, was <laughs> the first thing that caught my attention was like how old is mario meant to be because because he, yeah. he comes across as like a kind of middle aged, young middle aged, or late thirties to me.
0: Yeah, the moustache ages him. The moustache ages him. Bob Hoskins is an old Mario. He's a very old Mario. <laughs> but like his but, surname's Mario Mario. <laughs> <laughs> his name's and Luigi's <laughs> name is Luigi Mario. They don't address that in this. In I'm going video. to as you're talking about the new one. I'm going to throw in counterpoints from keep the old about one. one. <laughs>
1: The, the reason, like, I normally never questioned Mario's age before, but in this
0: movie, right? Him and his. Him and Why Luigi, would she? Exactly. It's not. Because important. it's completely nonsensical it's complete... that the Japanese would think of this anyway.
1: <laughs> this is what a young
0: Italian man <laughs> yeah. looks like.
1: This, <laughs> this portly guy with a mustache. But, like, oh, so, 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 Mario and Luigi, they live at home with their big family. They're at the dinner table. They're eating with their relatives, and the relatives are, like, really happy for them in their new commercial, except their dad, who's, like, you know, disappointed in them and he's right. like, he's like, what are you doing with your life? You're wasting, whatever. Uh And like Mario is like really dejected and after dinner he goes h- to his bedroom to play video games. Mario does. Mario does. Does Mario have a wife? No. So How are their children? No, uh, sorry. As in they are, they are like the youngest. Oh. So, so like, it's like their parents, their grandparents, their right. uncle, auntie, cousins, they're the ones at the, at the dinner table. Mario right. and Luigi are like, are ostensibly seem to be like the kids. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Mario goes to his bedroom to play Nintendo. Even though he's got a mustache. Even though he's got a mustache. I don't know. Right, no offense yeah. to anyone with mustaches, but it just, it was such a weird image. Because I was like, wait, is he meant to be like a sulky teenager or early 20s? Yeah. And so it was very strange. I'd never pegged Mario as 22. I never would have pegged him for a, a a video game player. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. What should he be doing? <laughs> I don't know. He seems like the kind of guy who's like, oh, video games.
0: I don't I don't see Mario reading a book either. <laughs> what does Mario do in his pastime? Email us at 30... <laughs> no, 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 you know what, what it he does? If, if you were to ask the creators, they would probably say, he eats a lot of spaghetti. That's what they probably say. I was going <laughs> to say, I feel like in his downtime, he might cook. Uh-huh. I can see Mario in a chef's hat and an apron.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's, true. that's because maybe Mario eats in a lot of costumes a lot of the time. Yeah, so I can see him in a chef's a hat and an apron. I don't see him reading. I don't see him. I don't see him playing video
1: games. Yeah, it, it was just a bit of a weird image, and it just it distracted me for a little bit because I was just like, "How old is he meant to be? Like, yeah. what kind of person is he?" So he, is he, and that's five minutes in. That, yeah, <laughs> it's it's not long in. Um, it doesn't hook you like Resident Evil One did. To be fair, to be fair, the actual opening of the movie, which. I'll mention here because it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler or anything. Uh, the, end, the the end, uh, the opening of the movie is Bowser uh, uh, conquering another land. It's, it's conquering the, the ice, ice penguins. The ice penguin lands. The ice Do peng- you yield? The ice penguins. <laughs> it's really upsetting. The ice penguins kind of gave me the most entertainment in terms of comedy. Yeah. And that's at the beginning, and it was in the trailer, but I just love that penguin just at the start. He's
0: just so it's just Sure, he's so, so funny. confident
1: that's just but a taste of a (laughs) wrath.
0: do you yield it's just it's perfect Jack Bowser Jack Bowser's (laughs) you know what I was trying to say I know what you're trying to say Um, Jack Bauer Mm -hmm. no Jack Black. that's it Jack Black's voice is great it's pretty good it's uh yeah I think it works what what got me from it was I heard Bowser's voice and I was like I love it and I didn't even know it was Jack Black until later and I was like Oh wow! He's more
1: growly, I'd say, in the trailers. There's there's bits in the movie where he's talking more normally, and you're like, oh, that's Jack Black, right? Kind cool. of thing. But but no, he's uh, that's the thing. I know a lot of controversy was around like, oh my god, Chris Pratt is Mario. But here's the thing: at the start of the movie, they, they they filmed this TV commercial, and it's them doing the video game voices. Woohoo! I'm Mario. You know, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Woohoo! All that stuff. And and at the end, Mario and after Mario is like, I oh, think the accent was too much kind of thing yeah and and it just kind of i i think it helps people be like yeah it would have been ridiculous to hit that for the entire movie yeah i kind of think i think we've we've talked about it yeah, before, yeah for sure but, uh but yeah instead he just do you know kind of like brooklyn accents him and charlie day uh chris pratt and charlie day doing marion luigi they're good uh like you settle into it you you're not focused on the vocal performance yeah of these guys um but everyone everyone does good and you joy as princess peach princess peach gets a lot of like actual like play in, yeah? in the movie like it's you know she's she's not a damsel in distress
0: she's not um you know like the prize at the end of the game or oh so like they really learnt from the super Mario brothers movie of daisy then
1: probably because yeah.
0: like there, there's a scene in the old one where it's literally she's a prisoner <laughs> and then you're gonna go see the king now let's put you in a dress
1: <laughs> well that doesn't happen thankfully yeah. uh she's more like uh she, she's like the competent leader of of the mushroom kingdom yeah kind of thing um so Mario and Luigi, they're going about their business. Due to certain reasons, they end up in a Mushroom Kingdom and they end up separated. Luigi ends up in the Badlands and is you know, taken prisoner by Bowser. Uh, Mario ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom where he's like, hey, like I need to get my brother. And he's in a place that's full of fire and, and smoke and stuff. And they're like, oh, he's in the Badlands. Um, that's where King Bowser is. And like it, uh, it means they're coming soon to our kingdom. Like, we need to be prepared for this. Uh, and then they go to meet the princess. And so they've made her like kind of, like, a bit more of an interesting character, but they haven't made her, you know, like, uh, completely invulnerable and invincible. Like, yeah. she also mucks up... And she actually has, like, some of the funnier lines. Oh, good. So, yeah, it, which is fine. So
0: just to hark onto the video games for a moment, mm-hmm. obviously, of especially particularly of the old ones, the premise is Bowser takes Peach, Mario gets Peach back. Yeah. What is Bowser's goal? What's his mission? unfortunately, it's exactly the same. <laughs> so he is somehow in
1: love he's, with Princess Peach? I don't know if this is the right word, but he's basically a massive incel. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, I want her to marry me. I want her to love me. She'll love me. And so he gets like the superstar thing, the, the power star. Right. He's like, now I've got this, she must marry me. She, she, she must love me because I've got this really cool star that can make me invincible or whatever. Wow. And it's just him, yeah, just being like, I want... Uh, princess peach to marry me and that's it and i was just and it's kind of it's kind of done in a funny way in the film where he's like it uh, makes him look pathetic kind of i guess he could i mean what other motivation
0: with a giant well i feel like in more turtle lizard thing (laughs) i feel like in more recent games like maybe galaxy and odyssey um, I in might... Odyssey, he's trying to get married. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he really is, isn't he? Because he's in a whole wedding jacket, isn't yeah. he? That's bad. Yeah. Um, they have that outfit in the movie. He looks good. Dapper Bowser looks good. But I just... I, I, I feel like they started leaning towards the whole, like, collecting stars thing. Yeah. And, like, gathering power yeah. to then take over everything. I think that 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 could have worked better as well. I think... Um... Rather than being like, it's for a wedding, I'm just trying to take over. Yeah. And... Like, you, you can just have... I know it's not. It's not. It's it's a children's film, children's game. You know, you can just have villain wants to take over world. Like Zelda does it all the time. Villain wants to take over world. Just get power ups. I want to steal all the power ups and be the strongest ever.
1: Yeah, and and that probably could have totally worked as well. I mean, um, yeah, just him being like collecting. Why all the creepy forced marriage? Yeah, that's the thing. I couldn't help but think about that. Yeah, because I'm I'm such a jaded adult. When it comes to like a forced marriage, I if you know a million negative sad thoughts go through my mind, even though it's Bowser being like, "I want her to marry me," kind of thing.
0: I mean, Jack Black doing his like little song about peaches and his like pink suit after the fact is great.
1: Yeah, oh, have you seen the video of like him going? Of, yeah, his like, peaches, 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 peaches. His music video, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It's all right, it's okay. Like, <laughs> I love I Jack Black. It's fine, I guess. But anyway, so so that's kind of like the the the, the summary of the film, and I was trying to figure out in my head I was like what if, if I like it or not the film in general yeah because I was like do I like this I was like it's fine there's some good you know I chuckled a couple of times it looks uh, really nice it's a fairly straightforward enough story and the one thing that keeps coming back to my head is it feels like they've gone right to the other end of the embracing the video games. And what I mean by that, you, so with something like Super Mario Bros. 1983, they're like, yeah. we cannot embrace this because it's weird, so we're going to make
0: our own thing. And also, they don't have that technology to make this yeah. in, look into a game, so we really need to think outside the box yeah. and really stretch to make this work.
1: So, yeah. So whereas with Super Mario Bros. 2023, it feels like they've gone to the other end, but they've gone too far in my mind. Okay. Because, because what they've, what, in my head, the problem is it is going to get a bit abstract. It feels like they really are just advertising the game in the sense that... Right. And obviously all of this is advertising the games. But what I mean is, in the movie... Synergy. In the movie, there's a bit where Mario has to kind of like be able to like train and get ready to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be a useful like character or talent. Which is also
0: in the trailer. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to spoil that with, with no hesitation. But there's this bit where Princess Peach goes... Use this to help you with the assault cause. And it's like, what? And it's like the big, you know, question mark box. And he's like, what's that? Prince of Speech goes, it's a power-up. Hit it and you'll get a power-up. And that power-up will make you bigger and stronger or whatever. I'm like, okay. Is there any explanation for like where this mystery box of power comes from? Is there any reason why he can just constantly keep using it or why... Anyone? Why? Why doesn't everyone just use this? Because all he does is he hits it, he gets a mushroom, and he becomes
0: bigger, and he's now able to take on an obstacle course. So it's it's like, why doesn't everyone in the Mushroom Kingdom use that?
1: Like, it, it it's just so. It's there just because it's like, oh yeah, because we know, because Super Mario is so ubiquitous, it's so like ingrained in, in our heads. Even someone who doesn't really know anything about video games, they probably know that Super Mario can punch a box and get a mushroom yeah. and become bigger. You get bigger and smaller, So and it's you like, go smaller when you get hit. Yeah, and, and, and they said, they're like, oh by the way, when you get hit, you'll become smaller again. No flowering explanation, no in-law reason for it, just if you have a
0: power-up, when you get hit, you lose the power-up. I guess it's just more in your face than, like, the Hadouken is. The yeah, is. It, but that's the thing. It's like, it's just, it's just straight-up video game logic at this point. So in, in Super Mario Bros. 1993, mm-hmm. Luigi keeps being like, ''The fungus is trying to help us, Mario. Trust the fungus!'' <laughs> and you're really loving this, us and there's a part where you know there's you know the bomb falls down yeah and he like winds it up he like lets it go and it, there's no explanation obviously like the fungus is trying to help them so it just drops little goodies yeah but it's just like it's a bot i know everyone's like it's a bomb and he goes <laughs> this tiny thing on like little legs and there's a car like driving towards it and the, the driver's like it's a bomb and like stops going <laughs> it's like quite funny because it's like it's like, it's almost like it's not a hidden reference at yeah. all, but everyone's terrified oh, of it without explanation, yeah. and it's just like slowly, slowly walking for like this whole fight scene. But there's also like a bit where um, they don't do the whole thing of like I thought there's a because there's like little mushrooms that come out of the fungus that mm-hmm. look like actual little mushrooms, yeah, that have like very like slim stems and like a wide head, and then I just thought i just thought at some point is one of them gonna eat one that's disgusting (laughs) because they're like literally like street shrooms like don't (laughs) eat them and there was a point where like i think mario luigi puts one in his pack mario ends up swapping packs with luigi and they're in the 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 dodgy twin towers bit they're back in the real world for like a brief moment and the bad king cooper tries to shoot mario with the devil the evolution gun right and then Mario, like, whips, like, the mushroom out to defend himself. <laughs> and the mushroom grows and, like, turns into a shield and blocks it. Right. And that's like, okay, it's a live fungus. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to try and add anything to this. But, like, you know, the mushroom grows and defends Mario. At no point does he eat it. It'll get bigger or smaller. Yeah. It's just like he whips mushroom out, mushroom grows, stops the blast. Gotcha. Then they go back to to doing what they were doing. But there's something about that where it's just like... Game service, fan service, Mm -hmm. Mario fun, but still grounding it within the world and reality. I I feel like I'm defending Super Mario Bros. 1993, but I'm just comparing it to the whole what you're saying, where it's like, this is a power-up. Power-ups do this. If you get hit, you get smaller. It sounds like a a tutorial of how to play Mario. That's
1: exactly how it feels. It feels like a tutorial. It feels like someone's just explaining the game to me.
0: Does it feel like a Let's Play of a Mario game on YouTube? There are certain bits where it's just, this is
1: just... A very elaborate bit of Mario. You I could guess. have been playing it at home. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and I guess if you're a big fan of Mario, you'd be like, "Oh my god, this is just like the game." It's or a like, big fan of Let's Plays, or something like that. But if you, but if if you are the kind of person, if 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 you do like enjoy Mario, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is just like the game," and you're like, "Yeah, it's just like the game." <laughs> like, there's nothing, there's nothing about it that really is logical yeah. and, and and i don't like obviously none of it's logical but i mean even internally in the in the movie world in the movie's lot internal logic this this just seems nonsensical it's like it, yeah one of the cool moments where mario's just like breezing past all these enemies and using all these power-ups and using his amazing acrobatics he's learned to get through all these obstacles and again
0: we need a montage
1: no they, they use um What's the other really
0: overused hero song? Uh, oh, holding Out for a Hero. Show. Oh, wow. We
1: need a hero. I'm holding out for it, a hero. And it's probably
0: trying to be a bit like on-the-nose, funny, ironic, but it's... It's, it's not. It's not it's I'm not. pretty sure it's very straightforward. The, the the music drops are all
1: very straightforward. Like like when they face the, uh, the, the penguin, ice penguin kingdom. Yeah. It's the... Um, kill bill soundtrack the
0: that actually sounds quite funny no it's not the penguins make it fun. the music yeah. drop
1: doesn't and but yeah
0: i know because i'm seeing that music with the penguins yeah. that, that's <laughs> the was, reason
1: the, why the really hardcore face yeah of,
0: like, yeah yeah <laughs> so. no I, I don't know
1: it's uh, it's a very petty gripe. but basically that that's my main annoyance where there is like z- very little effort to, to justify this as a movie yeah, because it's all just hey you're in the mushroom kingdom here's a power up here's how you get the power up and here's what happens if you get hit you lose a power up and this power up and it's like okay you're just explaining the game to me and it's a very straightforward tale okay and then I, I chuckled a couple of times it looks really cool at times apart from the uses of the really basic uses of like familiar music there's bits of music that are uh, you know adaptations of music from the games yeah like themes yeah yeah and they they sound incredible they sound really really good Uh, so that's cool uh but yeah i don't know i just got to the end of it and i was just like okay that was one of the movies of all time
0: (laughs) that's a film that that was was
1: (laughs) definitely a super mario film
0: i mean i feel like i it sounds like i had a better time watching 93 maybe i think it's because super
1: mario 93 is probably probably like a cult classic not even that because i mean you didn't hadn't watched it beforehand no so i mean did you know much about it before no (laughs) so so for you it must have just been this adventure of like what happens next it it was an adventure of what the hell is going on
0: and i'm here for it
1: whereas the new film is like oh okay so they're two brothers they're in the mushroom kingdom luigi gets caught mario has to train and defeat bowser and princess peach is also there it's
0: a nice twist that it's
1: it's um luigi being caught rather than peach yeah, that, that, that's true. That, I mean, that's nice. I mean, the whole movie is basically... Isn't Luigi a coward kind of thing? Oh. Um, which is kind of a shame. And and like I said, Charlie Day as Luigi is really good. And it's kind of a shame he's not in it as much as... He's not with the main crew as much as possible. Yeah. It's really annoying because there's this whole thing where they show him in prison. But he, he's been captured and he's in like Bowser's prison or whatever. And they keep cutting back to him being in prison and like the penguins from earlier are there. Other characters are there. But nothing happens. Like... Luigi doesn't do anything. They just it. crack little. They just keep coming back to him. And really, okay, the only other joke that made me laugh was um, there's one of those l- little blue stars. I think from *Super Mario Galaxy*. Oh yeah, the really cute ones. Yeah, yeah. But this cute little blue star is the darkest <laughs> character. In movie, yeah, where, where she's where she's like, I've been in prison forever. I'm just waiting for the slow release of death. <laughs> <laughs> and all the penguins and the penguins are me laugh because they're like they're like. Stop talking, we're already depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so there are, there are some jokes. Maybe people are like, I'm sure a lot of people like it because it's done yeah. very well. But I don't know, I, I, I
0: hoped for a bit more. Best bit. The best bit? Yeah, it doesn't have to be a scene, could be like the best thing about it. Mm. Or it could be a scene.
1: Uh, I don't know. I Soundtrack? The soundtrack is good. Uh, the opening with the penguins is funny. Um, the, the Mario Kart bit yeah. is very spectacular and looks pretty interesting. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, this there's no real reason for this to make sense. Fantastic. They just want to show the the, the carts. yeah And they have the whole thing of like making your own cart And it's the exact same look as Mario Kart. Wow. As in like the three yeah. things where you select the body and the wheels and the whatever. I think my favourite part was probably when they were in uh, the Kong Kingdom. Okay. Where they have to go and talk to uh donkey kong it's like player.
0: a recruitment thing
1: yeah it's essentially like we bowser's coming we need to talk to the kong kingdom and right. like get their guys and seth rogan plays donkey kong but the reason i liked it is when they first get there this blonde uh gorilla meets them and he's like what do you want kind of thing they're like we're here to see like king like like, like donkey kong and he's like all right cool and he and they just get into his car and he just drives like a madman <laughs> the whole time. And he, and he just, and they're all like screaming and like whatever. And he goes off this giant ramp, and you think they're gonna crash. And he like breaks out the paraglider to get them to the destination. And he just chucks them out. And you see him in the background drive off and just drive off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) I must must have seemed like like a crazy person because I was just giggling to myself in the cinema. No one else was was watching. It's like so nonsensical. Yeah, because like he doesn't care He's like, he just drops him off and he just drives off in the background and just, you just see him because you know just his clip. purpose is over his purpose yeah. was
0: to introduce <laughs> the fact that Mario Kart is coming yeah yeah. and he looked really cool he was like he was like a blonde gorilla in like a white suit jacket okay, and cool. sunglasses like a bouncer he looked really cool Jake's. so yeah I don't know I wonder if that's some sort of celebrity cameo I wonder if that's like actually someone I don't I think know I... it felt like there were some voices I
1: recognised Yeah, but um, outside of like the named stars but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was okay. It kept my attention. I just, I, I think I wanted more. Five out of 10? I'd say six out of 10 because it doesn't do anything wrong. It doesn't yeah. do anything horrific and or sus. I, maybe except for the Bowser wedding stuff where yeah. the undercurrent is just horrible. And I guess, like, as we said we aren't the target audience. And we are not the, the target audience. So so yeah, I I I'd say it's a six out of ten.
0: I mean I think what, what do you
1: what would you say Super Mario Brothers ninety three? Oh is?
0: man, I think I I think I'm really looking at it with a soldier that I don't <laughs> I shouldn't be able to justify. But I think I I'm I'm really tinted by nineties and soldier because I went in thinking like it was gonna be awful. Yeah. And like it is pretty bad. It's just one of those films that is just so bad it's good. So out and of ten. Oh, that's really, I feel like I can't be, what's the word? I can't be, I can't be, I feel like I'm being biased. Bias isn't the word I'm looking for,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I can't be whatever it is. It's right. <laughs> out of 10, I would give it Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, can I rank it against the other video game adaptations no, we talked about? No,
1: no. You want that out of 10 for Sweet Mario Brothers
0: 2023? It'll have to be, it have to be a five out of 10. Oh, Fair, okay. I I think five out of ten is very strong. Because most just, people hate it. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Would I watch it again? I'd watch it again stoned. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a good qualifier. But I don't I wouldn't watch it off my own back. Yeah. I think it's jokes. Yeah. I'd love to watch it with someone else who hadn't seen it. You just, you... To, to then enjoy their reactions because I had the exact same ones. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't all. It wasn't awful. It was good, James. There we go. Okay, we've moved to thirty years and we've gone one notch up. We've <laughs> gone one up, drop up. But I think I did. I definitely feel like I'm looking at it with like nineties glasses. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, I, I remember having a very grungy aesthetic that uh, felt very nineties. Yeah. So that's
0: understandable. I mean, we we used to like wrap this up. Yeah. Because yeah. we've been talking for a while. Yeah. About this, um, what are you playing at the moment? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I just finished Subnautica and
1: after a million years of can playing Can you finish it. Subnautica? You can finish Subnautica. It has an ending. All right. And it's wonderful. It's a very fun experience. I mean, I put like 30 hours into it. Wow. It is a long-ass game.
0: I'm scared of swimming in the dark. If you have
1: Thalassophobia, which yeah. I believe is uh, related to fear of the deep ocean or whatever, yeah. don't play this game because it will mess you up. Yeah. It's almost given me a fear of the water. It's incredible. It's it's really, really good. My, my biggest complaint is the fact that I needed guides to figure out a lot of stuff from like the midpoint on. Okay, like crafting recipes and things. uh, Like crafting recipes, the locations of things, how you're meant to like achieve a goal. And I normally hate using guides, but I really wanted to see this one through. But it's so... It's very... um, It's the exact opposite of hand-holding. It doesn't give you any help. I do like that. I do like that. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's incredible. And I also spent three to four hours playing the 2009 or 10 game Dante's Inferno oh no way <laughs> because it's on game pass and I was like let me check this out good lord that is that is the equivalent of not aging well right a game from 2009-2010 full of quick time events and button mashing and awful like in-game
0: cutscenes. did my Dante's Inferno episode it did make you feel like
1: oh that it did get me curious because I remember Dante's Inferno just uh, like the game and I was like i remember this being a thing like a, like a yeah. decade ago but i never played it because everyone's like it's a god of war clone and i wasn't interested in god of war but um i was like let me try this out and i don't know it just it yeah has it's aged horrifically oh
0: dear and i didn't finish
1: it like i got like three or four hours in and i just got tired of it yeah same and it, it was like i was on like the lust level of hell and i had to keep playing the volume down because otherwise, other people in my house would just hear nothing but moaning. Oh, really? And I was
0: like, I can't have them. Like, what am I going to say? No, it's okay. I'm
1: playing a game where you're in the hell level of lust.
0: It's quite an odd thing to explain. Yeah.
1: So, and like, like, yeah. So, when you're in the lust level, like every time a door opens, all you hear is,
0: Ugh. oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: I might edit this
0: bit out I don't know I'll ask you tomorrow but yeah but that's what I've been playing what about you? during the Easter holiday I for some reason I went away so I had my Switch with me and I started playing rather than playing any of my Switch games I ended up playing uh, A Link to the Past (laughs) using the SNES simulator loved it yeah it was great Wait, have you have you got Nintendo Online? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I played. Um, yeah, I played Zelda: Link to the Past.
1: Nice. Great.
0: It was awesome. Really enjoyed it. Um, I was bit a bit obsessed with it really, and I was like, I have to finish this before I go back to school. Uh, have you finished it? Uh, yeah, it was great. Smashed oh, it. In. Um, really. Good did you ball. need a guide for it? Yeah, I did check a couple times because okay. so I was like, also like, I'm running out of days. So I want to get it done. <laughs> Um, yeah it doesn't out say it's welcome I felt like if there was one dungeon more I'd be like I'm all of this now um, <laughs> but it was good really enjoyed it um, not my favourite ever like Zelda game but definitely like not my least Yeah. Um, and the Diablo beta was really fun I enjoyed fun. that Diablo 4 beta was yes. great um, we, we, me and my girlfriend got into the beta like quite late and we had only had like one session <laughs> we played quite a while and it was good um, so I'm really looking forward to that coming out
1: Nice. Be good.
0: I've got two PlayStation Five controllers now, so it's like bring it on. It's gonna be great. And last but not least,
1: speaking of Zelda, you said you watched the Tears of the Kingdom trailer?
0: Yeah. Tears of the Kingdom looks
1: amazing. It's incredible. The the recent trailer, right? The yeah. one, the fourth thing, they showed sexy ganon. sexy ganon. They show sexy ganon. There was sexy saxophone in, in the music. I think it was saxophone. Sexy saxophone. There's this like this bit where you know you know it's like a bit with Zelda and something's puts their hand on her shoulder being like, yeah. Yo, we need your knight. And, yeah. and she's like, Link. And it goes, and it, it cuts with a shot of Link on like the glider. And it's like, <laughs> I, it sounded like saxophone to me and I was just like, more games need sexy saxophone.
0: Yeah, sax- saxophones are fantastic. Any song with a saxophone in it? Golden.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that would be great as well, um, of course. I'm not looking forward to the £70 price tag. Anything you'd like to plug? No, I think... Uh,
1: I know we've been gone for a, for a hot little minute. So if you are listening to this, thank you for sticking around. We're still here. We're still here. We're still um, trying. Uh, we're still we, we're still monitoring our uh, emails and socials and all that. So 30 for Knowledge on Instagram, on Twitter, at Outlook.com, at Gmail.com, all of the things. Maybe we'll join the 21st century and get to TikTok at some point. I don't know. Ooh. I really don't want to. No. But I also don't want to have to work for the rest of my life. That's true. So I don't know. If anything else, I'll just start putting up thirst pictures or something. I don't know. I, I haven't figured out what my main plan we've is. Had, we've
0: had Sexy Bowser. We've had <laughs> Sexy Gallendorf. We can we can have Sexy Danny. Yeah. Can you tell it's been a while since we did one of these? <laughs> we were like, how do we end this? <laughs> By being loosey-goosey. Loose. I've been George. I've been Danny. Thank you for listening. Rate us five stars. Yes, please. If I, you think we deserve it. I was going to it. say
1: that at a start. Maybe I'll edit that into the start. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Thank you for listening.
0: I don't know if we're going to edit that child out. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Take care.